the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM560, the answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, the answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in a very family affair <laughs> studio. It's uh, a family affair. It's a family affair. Um, you know, it's not not been a lot of news that's happened, happened since I last um, was on the show. But there's been a lot of news about a certain president and his mental acuity. Is he fit to serve? No. Is he is he ready? It can, I mean, can can he do the job right now? Um, you know, I don't know if he's ready. I've said this many, 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 many times on this radio show. Joe Biden has got to go. The problem is they don't want to have to deal with Kamala Harris. They don't want a Kamala Harris presidency, so they're going to make sure they prop this up, this guy up like weekends at Barney's. Because that's what's, that's what's happening right now. The Obama wing of, of, of the Obama administration is in full control of Joe Biden's White House. And it saddens me because this is elder abuse. And there's no way that this should happen. The, the, the family members of Joe Biden should come out and say, we've had enough. This man barely knows he's in, 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 in existence at this moment. And I gotta play some audio. I'm, I'm gonna wait to play the audio because, but before I do that, I wanna, I wanna just talk about something really quickly. I made a post yesterday on my Facebook page, and I was talking about how hard it is to do radio. And that's why I'm so happy my my friend here, who sponsors the show, Jim Economos, is here from Best Dental. Um, I think a lot of people don't really realize how radio operates, how it works. I do all of the, I do everything of my show except post audio, which is Hoff Daddy. He does that for me. Um, it takes a lot of my time to produce this show, and that was my my call for if if you know anybody that's looking to that, that may want to sponsor Black and White Radio because I am trying to take this. If I don't get an everyday show, I am trying to take this show and syndicate it on Saturdays in other uh, cities and states. That's the goal. That's what I want to do. I think I think what we produce here at Black and White Radio is, I believe, something that needs to be shared amongst the um, the many people that are out there looking for good, authentic content. I, I, I do believe I don't I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I do believe 
that that is something that we produce here on Black and White Radio every Saturday. And when I fill in for Dan or when I fill in for Sean Thompson. So if you know anybody, hey, blackandwhiteradio at gmail.com. You guys know my number. My number's out there, 708-899-9900. Give, us, give me a text, call, or email, and uh, let's, go, let's go from there. And don't forget the merch. And don't forget the merch, blackandrightradio.com. Go, that's another way that we're trying to pay for the syndication. When you buy the merch, we, we're going to use that money to take us and syndicate Black and White Radio across this land. I want to get my hoodie right now. <laughs> that's right. You know, in fact, when you buy the... Uh, the Sixteen ounce beer glasses. It's like it's packed in Fort Knox. Yeah. Surviving a time of blast. <laughs> Which you 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 bought those, Jim. So you. Oh, know, great! Right? Yeah, it took me an hour to open them up. And those voices <laughs> you just heard is my friend, my buddy Cash Lee Kelly, of Streetlight Unity uh, Movement and uh, Be the Change. I mean, I mean, how many more do you have? Cash? We got Truth to Set You Free. Truth to Set You Free. That one is dope. Uh huh. Truth to Set You Free and Street Life Unity Movement. What's the other one? It wasn't some, something uh, uh, awoke. Uh, no, that's our store. That's where if you want to get some of my merch yeah. and uh, my, my partner Anthony Russo's merch, you go to. Bruce. Yeah. Shout out Anthony Russo. That's my guy. Uh, you go to <laughs> awakenotwokestore.com. Yeah. Cash, I'm so happy to have you back, bro. Man, I'm happy to be back, bro. In studio. Yes. Uh, you've, you've been here, what, since, what, 2.30? Yes. And we've caught out. up. We've, we've, we've been talking about, what, everything, Everything. Right? Literally from sports to politics to everything. Everything. Yeah, our boy Bry- Bryson Gray. Yes. <laughs> Shout, out Bryson. Shout out Bryson. Shout out Bryson. Don't want us to support Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, Bryson. Yeah, I know. Though. It's a little difficult, but, yeah. you know, everybody got their, their opinions. This is true. And the other voice you heard is Jimmy Conomos. He's the, are you the principal owner of Best Into or one of the owners? Uh, pretty much just myself. Yeah. And then my, I have a colleague, but we work separately. But, yeah. yes. Uh, Jimmy Conomos, Best Into, who's. Best Dental Group in Just Re-Up, sponsoring the show. Bartlett. Yep. And, but, Jim, talk about why Why do you – you could you you don't have to sponsor Black and Red Radio. Why do you sponsor it? Well, you know, you have a good message. You have a good history. And I think uh, it's good to get various messages out there, and this is a good venue for doing so. Yeah, and I, I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, but where I want to start with, because I'm sure, Cash, everybody wants to know. Uh, we've, been, we've had our, our interviews, but they've been so quick. Yeah, you know, uh, fill us in. How has it been since you've been home? Um, what's next for Cashley Kelly? Well, uh, how's it been since I've been home? It's been fantastic. I've been reconnecting with my family. You know, I which got my, you have? Yes, I got two of my daughters here with me right now, Raya and Kira, my beautiful, beautiful little princesses. And uh, I got their mother here as well. Uh-huh. You know, that's my home girl. We've been best friends since nine. You know, shout out to Steph. Well, somebody's um, supposed to sing for us too at some point. Yeah, in the that's, show, right? that's that's the girls. That's the girls. Uh, yeah, but no, other than that, man, just after reconnecting with family, the, the game plan is to make Truth Will Set You Free a household brand uh, to redo the 501c3 part of it, which is Street Lights Unity Movement, and, uh, you know, just wake the brand back up, man. You know, and just get back to doing what I was doing, spreading positivity, spreading unity, and giving a uh, a good stance on my po- my political ideology, yeah. you know, which I believe can unite the country instead of further a divide. Yeah. Has that has that ideology changed much? Mm, a little bit. I mean, I'm still the same. You know, you know me as Trump 2024 all day, every day, MAGA all day, every day. Amen. It's just uh, I'm not as divisive as I once was in my delivery to people, yeah. you know, because it's going to take all of us to come together if we're going to make some See, change. See, you keep saying that. You said, you know, I, I, I meant to challenge you on that earlier. All right. You, I, I meant when, we, when you and I were talking. Right. You keep saying you were saying that you were divisive. Where I don't. I. I it's you I know. I heard you. I, yeah. I was here with you. Yeah. No. It was just you know when I, 
All right, so I'm a lot more calm now, okay, right? Okay, that makes so sense. So before, I would get, when, when somebody would say something that I know to be factually wrong, I kind of got a little aggressive in okay. my delivery to, to, you know, disproving them and shutting them down. So now I do it with more love. Yeah. That, that's the way I say it. Now, you you've, um, have two friends that are calling in the show. Who's going to be calling in today? Uh, we have Scott Fairlam and we have my man Derek Evans. I know Derek Evans. Who is Scott? Scott Fairlam is the gym owner that would not shut down during COVID. Oh, yeah. He was also locked up with me in D.C. DOC for the Capitol. He was out east, right? I'm sorry? What was he? At? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, New Jersey, I believe. Yeah. yeah. That was awful with that. It, I mean, it was awful, period, across the country, what, what these... Except the freedom-loving states like Tennessee, Nebraska, Florida. 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 Yes. Well, uh, Florida was a little shot down for early on. Short time. Yeah. But, I mean, Ron DeSantis came around and and finally made it. did his thing. Yeah, he did. You know what happened? One of my patients one time, she says, I'm so PO'd. My cousin and her husband went to a a place to get tested for COVID. The line was too long. So they left. They get a phone call saying they had tested positive. Never took the test. Wow. And Mm. DeSantis did a press release. You know, we're getting a lot of stories. Of people going to some of these places, they're 100% are positive, and we think there's a whole lot of BS going on, so we want to hear your story. So I think a lot of people called in and said, you know what, this is happening to us, this is happening to this, and so he listened, and that's why he changed. Well, I'm sorry, go ahead. ahead. You know the reason they did all of that stuff, man, with the shot, right? It was incentivized. So they were getting money for every person that they got to take a shot, and I'm talking about all through the country, and all all every medical facility, even where I was locked up at in D.C. D.O.C., so they had it to where I couldn't even see my children unless I got the shot. I fought getting it for a long time. I'm like, I'm not doing it. But then I finally broke, you know, being locked up for so long. I'm like, man, I want to see my kids. So I get the shot. After I get the shot and I'm all good, they tell me, well, we can't let you see your kids because they're not 18. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was literally it wait, was a wait, money wait, grab. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, they said my kids couldn't come up there because they weren't 18, which was also a lie. But they made us believe it while we were there. So well, I well, didn't. Ca- Cash, don't forget. Even I mean, while this was happening, I mean, they basically... You couldn't go to funerals. Nah, I couldn't. You couldn't do visit. You couldn't visit somebody in the hospital. I mean, think about that. They shut people down. People lost their homes, bro. Yeah, they lost their homes. They lost their businesses. They lost their livelihood altogether. You know, due to due to that virus, man. And it's just insane. and and Jim, we got about a minute left. You have you also have somebody calling in. Yes, right? I, I, oh, my cousin Henry's coming, calling you about six thirty. He's a uh, a CPA and a JD, and he's has a long career. He's now an elected official for Loudoun County Treasurer. Wow! Nice. Wow! Yeah. I, I I'm 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 so excited about getting this show started. I think this is going to be a good show. We're going to have some lively discussions. We're going to be talking about pretty much, you know. I I told you, Cash. I would give Julie Kelly a shout out because Julie Kelly at American Greatness, uh, if she hadn't said so doggedly after uh, what was happening to you guys, I yeah. don't know if 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 much attention would have been paid to you, January Six Prisons. Definitely, you're definitely right. Got number love for Julie Kelly. Um, if you guys haven't got her book. I believe it's uh, what really happened on J six. Yeah, yeah. All right. That book. If you guys haven't got it, get it. All right, hey, uh, Jim Mitchell, Craig, hold the line. Give us a call three one two six four two fifty six hundred. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Cash Lee Kelly. Ka- Cash, what was the nickname we came up with you for you? Which Did, one? I don't remember. Me Malcolm and Mix? No, we Valon and I came up with a nickname for you. I don't remember what it was. I, I, I so many of them. I know. Uh, alongside with Jimmy Conomos, um, Jim, you brought your daughter here as well. Yep, Georgina. It's, it's all in the family. That's it. That's right. <laughs> Cash, family you brought your affair. two girls. 
<laughs> Look, they're all having a good time. They are drawing and dueling over there. Uh, but I want to play. I want to play this audio um, before we get to the calls of Joe Biden at his press conference. As you guys know, the press the special prosecutor came out and basically said that Joe Biden's basically not fit to stand office. Yeah, you, you he couldn't they testify. They talk about white privilege. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he can't. I mean he's yeah, a feeble. Privilege. What do you call him? A, he, he would come across as a. Was it congenial old man or congenial man? I don't, I don't remember the actual verbiage. Demented. But, but right. Basically, that's basically what he is. But, you know, this is a Trump appointed guy that actually went in and did the um, the um, investigation. Yeah, and all the liberals are all whining about it. Oh, yeah, I know they are. Well, I mean, look at Jack Smith. I mean, come on. Yeah. But I want you to hear. I want you to hear what um, Trump is. Um, I mean, what Biden had to say. And then um, and then um, I want to get your take on it. I got three audio clips to play, so here it is. Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Watch Many me. American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your is judgment. That is not the judgment concerns. of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. A few moments later. I'm of the view, as you know, that the conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, Whew. initially, Today, the president of Mexico, Sisi, the president of Mexico, Sisi, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I've been pushing really hard, really hard to get humanitarian. Whoever wants to take a stab at that first, go. I mean, well, imagine if Trump would have said something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would. It, 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 or even back in the old days it. when uh, Dan Quayle got roasted because yeah. he used the English version of potato. A, a, a spelling bee or something. Right. See, the problem is the press. They're, they're, they're awful. Wait, but did you hear what Joe Biden said? That's not what the press thinks. Dude, you're talking, you're talking to, the to the press. Yeah, you're <laughs> literally talking to the people that's reporting on you right now. I right mean, now. <laughs> now, remember, they said initially that Joe Biden had, what, I think, believe it was six um, documents that had classified top secret markings. No, Over no, 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 wait a minute. You heard what he said. Yeah. You heard what Joe said. He said, you know, it didn't have the, you know, the. It didn't have the red. It didn't have the red yeah. going around the edges like a, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, or it could be Hillary Clinton. Oh, that happened yeah. so long ago. <laughs> oh my god. And then he and then he lied about not uh, his um, ghostwriter, basically, basically saying no, he never shared documentation. Well, even taking down mere notes of top secret clearance is a no no. When you mean ghostwriter, are you talking about when he called his secretary who had passed away and? He was calling her oh, on stage. Oh boy, that that's kind of like a ghostwriter if you think about Dude, it. Dude, when you, when you listen to some of the stuff that he said, I mean, the the the, the I sound like him right now. <laughs> the, yeah. the, I mean, he gets completely lost. Dude, I'm I this this is embarrassing for the United States of America. I mean, am, am I the only one that sees it that way? No, not at all. Not at all. Clear thinking mind to do people do, yeah. but we don't have that in. Uh, Unfortunately, much of the press and I'll say it half the country. All right, give us a call three one two six four two fifty six hundred three one two six four two fifty six hundred. Is this elder abuse? What's happening yes. with 
Joe Biden. I want, yes. you want to get your take on it. Uh, I already I already know what Jim from Chicago is going to say. Jim, welcome back to Black and Right. Where's Vlad? Is he making apple cider up in Michigan? What did you do? Throw the overboard or what? Vlad quit us. But did he really? Yeah, he quit us pretty much. No, he'll be back He's next week. He's a family week. man. He'll be back next week. Well, good. That's good. Anyway, the Methuselah that's ready for the grand old party, that old timer, he's still under indictment for the... Uh, for the uh, documents case, in fact, he's got three people flipping at him down there in Florida. Oh my God! The only thing, the only thing the old Methuselah's got going for him is that Judge Cannon, she refuses to bring it before the election, which is fascinating. Yeah. But he's still under indictment for it. I'm sure he'll go to prison for it. Well, so the Jim, do you think is, we should do he, things like they do in Venezuela? Will he be 80 years old in the White House or 80 years old in prison? What do you, what, what do you think the odds <laughs> of that? Well, I always tell my friends, don't sell Trump short. He's still sharp as a tick. I was he'll in be in prison. I, I care. He'll die in prison. There's no question about it. You guys have a good weekend. Thank All you. Right, How Jim. about a steak dinner at Morton's? I'll bet you. Uh, wait, I want to play something because um, if you guys know, as you guys know, the Supreme Court heard the case of the Colorado case. Uh, but I think Alito... Justice Alito opened up a door for the Republicans to come after. I'm, I think you can come after Obama because he sent money to Iran. You can come after Joe Biden because he sends money to Iran. Listen to this question that Judge Alito poses to uh, yeah. the attorney. Listen to this question. Justice Alito, uh, suppose there's a country that proclaims again and again and again that the United States is its biggest enemy, and suppose that the President of the United States, for diplomatic reasons, think that it's in the best interests of the United States to provide funds or release funds that, so that they can be used by that, by that country. Could a state determine that that person has given aid and comfort to the enemy and therefore keep that person off the ballot? No, Your Honor. This court has never interpreted the aid and comfort language. Hmm. Am I the only one that's, that, that heard basically what he was trying to say with Iran telling us, you know, how much they hate us, and, and yet we still send what Joe, I mean, Obama sent what, $1.6, $1.5 billion? In cash. And then Joe sent another a couple of billion, right? Yeah. Right before the, the attack against Israel? Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, call me a conspiracy theorist, right? But I swear to you, it feels like these people, especially, you know, the administration of Obama and the administration of Joe Biden, everything that they've done has been done to potentially harm America. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Well, yeah. just remember, Obama said he wanted to fundamentally change America. I said that yeah, he has yep. definitely fundamentally changed it. <laughs> so before we came on air, I was I, I went live and I basically said the fundam Obama's um, message of fundamentally transforming America. Because think about this. Everybody, almost everybody, Susan Rice, all these people who served in the Obama administration are, are, are basically running the Biden administration right well, now. That's the, the puppet effect. Yeah. Yep. Hey, just, yep. That's insane. Let's go to Craig from Mount Greenwood. Craig, welcome to Black and Right. Okay, John. Hey, hello to you. Oh, uh, man, Reese says that when I talk to you next to make sure I tell you hello. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't hear that. I was talking to George. What'd you say? Mandary said to make sure the next time I Ah. talk to you to tell you hello. Um, Then my wife overheard everything. She says, 
Hey, when are we going out? Dave. <laughs> I said, I'm going to let Mary handle all that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sounds good. Sounds good, Craig. We're always talking about, yeah. And I tell you what, I passed the word. Just like I did for Sean. I passed the word all the guys that work and all over. I got a whole bunch of people listening to him. I'm working on getting people like taking tune in on Saturday for you. Um, My and man. you're exactly right. Your, your program, man, is right on target and a place to go. Thank to you. get the truth. It's very good. I appreciate uh, that, Craig. Yeah. So here's what I wanted to mention. You're 100% right. Obama took over the whole the whole shoot match when he had his eight years there. I mean, he took and, like, set up all these, uh, the, the three-letter agencies, got all that dialed in and everything. Everything else from there is all underneath him. He's just basically like the puppet master. I mean, Biden and the, and the rest of the pirates that they have uh, taken over the White House, I mean, they're all under, uh, like, Obama and, and some of these other people uh, control. They're all, like, Obamanites and destroy this place. And... Uh, you, you, you talk about something that will basically uh, be so difficult to unravel and ever correct because of the depth of how far Obama's got all these people that hate America yep. and that are uh, like these. Uh, yep. you, 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 yeah, that's why you, like, there's no justice in this whole thing with, uh, with Biden. Well, you got people that have committed crimes and they evade the law and the uh, prosecution. They find them years later, they're old, old people and everything, and they, they bring them in. They don't say, hey, that's too old now because this person committed a crime. They're so guilty. I but, agree. Do we lose them? I think so. Excuse for these guys. Yeah. Every uh, excuse on the left. Yeah. Thanks so much for giving us a call, Craig. Uh, Cash, who we got coming up next? Uh, who we got coming up? Uh, your guy from West Virginia. Oh, yeah, you're talking about my man Derek Evans. Derek okay. Evans. I thought I'm looking over here on the screen. Like, I don't know who we got coming up next. Okay. He's running for Congress in West Virginia, right? Yes, he is. All right. And he's going to crush it. Derek Evans, coming up next. Don't go anywhere. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Cash Lee Kelly, baby. Yay, yay, What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You got it, brother. And Jim Economos, sponsor of this show, Best Into. What's up, brothers? No, just having a great time with a couple of good Patriots. That's right. And and speaking of Patriots, Cash, we got a Patriot on the phone, right? Yes, we do. Got to introduce my mans, Derek Evans running for the first congressional uh, first congressional district in West Virginia, and he's also a fellow J six of mine. Uh, Derek, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm great, man. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. Hey, All man, right. appreciate you for coming in. Uh, real quick, man, tell the people a little bit about you and why you're running. Well, man, I was elected to the to the West Virginia State House in 2020. I was the first Republican to win my district in over 98 years. I won a landslide victory, and then. Went to the Capitol on January 6th. I was peaceful and nonviolent and non-destructive. But as we've seen time and time again, this weaponized deep state came to my house. They ripped me away from my wife and my four young children and threw me in prison and held me hostage as a political prisoner. And so, you know, I'm running to, uh, you know, for multiple reasons. But one of those is to try to prevent what happened to myself from happening to others because the weaponization of government is out of control right now in this country. Man, that is the truth, bro. That is the truth. Straight up. So, so Derek, uh, help us paint the picture. Um, I, I actually served as well. I was a state rep here in the state of Illinois, and I forget the name of the delegate. Uh, I was I was one of GoPack's 2014 rising stars. Uh, I forget the name of the the delegate. It was a female that was part of that. But what's I mean, what's happening to our country 
when you see what happened with J6 and you look at how the committee, the so-called the farce of the committee, which I call it a farce of, of a committee, it wasn't a real committee in my opinion, when they lost pretty much every, almost all of the documentation, half of the documentation has been lost or, or destroyed. What does that say to you? Um, and what will you do to change that, that, that apparatus in Congress should you get there? Well, I think that uh, our Republican-controlled Congress needs to form a committee and host hearings, use their subpoena power, and call these people back in and ask them what happened to this evidence and hold them accountable because they did destroy you. You don't just accidentally lose uh, that much evidence on what is supposed to have been uh, you know, the, the most important um, case, if you will, an important investigation in American history, as the media has called it, the, you know, the worst attack on American history. Yeah. You don't just accidentally lose those documents. And you know what, I heard your audio. I, I heard you t- basically uh, defending um, the Capitol Police. You were telling uh, people not to get violent. We, we, we're here uh, peacefully. You, I heard you tell one of the Capitol Guards that. Um, what did they get you? What, what was the, what did they, I'm a former cop as well. Because were you one of the people that were let in or were you one of the people that went in after the first rush? Because what did they arrest you for? Because if they arrested you for trespassing, how was it trespassing if they allowed you in? Well, I was uh, I was on the east side of the building, so I didn't didn't really know any violence or anything. Destruction was going on. I walked through an open set of doors, and, and people, this is all on video, as you, as you mentioned. People can watch this. It's on my social media feeds, on like Twitter, Facebook, True Social, whatever. Um, I walked through an open set of doors. I, I immediately go over to a police officer, and I thanked him for his service, said, God bless you, sir. He gives me a friendly fist bump, basically inviting me into the building. I, I spent less than 10 minutes inside, and as you said, I was reminding people to be peaceful and nonviolent, and thanked the police officer again and walked out the same set of doors I entered. And uh, ultimately, I was arrested January 8th because I live-streamed the entire thing. Yeah. So I went, I, was, I went pretty viral pretty quick and yeah. um, being a, an elected representative. So on January 8th, when they raided my home, like they literally sent 15 or so agents to my home with guns to raid my home over two misdemeanor trespassing charges. Wow. Then, then they came back and, and hit me with two more misdemeanors. So then I had the four traditional misdemeanors. I don't know all of them. Then they came back a month or so later, offered a verbal plea deal of choose your misdemeanor, we'll drop all the other charges. Then they then they revoked that verbal plea offer and indicted me on the 1512 obstruction official proceeding, which was a 20 year felony. So now I was facing 24 years in prison. It was a, it was a, it's, it's been a wild roller coaster ride to say the least. Yeah, and you know we we got about a minute left, but um, do we have you for another segment? Is that okay? Yeah, you guys can have me as long as you want, man. Okay, because awesome. because I want to talk about. I, mean, I know you got an opponent who who's basically the incumbent there, but I also want to talk about. I mean, what did this do to your family? You know, because I think a lot of people forget. Uh, I think about my buddy Cashley Kelly and the kids he had. He couldn't be around his kids. He j- he had just had a baby, wasn't around for those things. So, uh, I I would really love to 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 get into the the weeds basically with that because I I look at how much you guys had to go through. And and knowing that this was a political witch hunt, because this was all about getting and going after Donald Trump, making him the bad guy. Yep. And I also want to know one one other thing. You know, we're going to talk about this. You know, a lot of people saying, you know, you see all these RICO cases. Um, nobody has been charged with insurrection. Nobody. No, not nope. one. Not, not one person one. has been charged with insurrection, and and yet they want us to believe an insurrection happened on January sixth. I want to get into that and more with you, Derek Evans. He's running for. 
Congress in West Virginia's first congressional district. He's also a former uh, House of Delegate who served in the West Virginia 19th district. Derek Evans, I, 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 I'm, I, I've been following you for quite some time, and, I, and I, it's su- such an honor to have you on the show. You're listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Cashley Kelly and Jimmy Conomos, who's also a sponsor of this show, Best Dental. Uh, uh, Derek, before we go, before the break, we were talking with Derek Evans. He's a candidate for Congress in the 1st Congressional District. Before, before we continue, you just heard Marvin Gaye. I have to, there's a very important question, and you got to get this right. Marvin Gaye or George Michael? Who you got? Me? Yeah. Oh, Marvin Gaye. Thanks. <laughs> Troublemaker. What's going on? <laughs> You're good with us. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jim. Well, anyways, are, are you, uh, there's two seats in uh, West Virginia, two congressional seats? Yeah. Yep. Are, you, are you taking over Alex Mooney's seat, or is that the other guy? No, I'm taking. I'm. Uh, I'm challenging uh, Carol Miller in the primary. All right, because Alex Mooney's going to be running for the Senate. That is correct. Okay. Okay. Well, well, Derek, um, talk to us. I, I, I think I really want to. I want to start with um, how did this affect family life? Because I'm sure um, facing 24 years uh, for what 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 amounted to basically trespassing. Um, was was daunting for you, your wife. You, you, I, I believe you do have kids as well. Uh, talk to us about um, how did how did you guys navigate this aspect of which a lot of people don't talk about that our government was was the the way they were punishing people like you, like Cash, who had families, and um, from a, basically a, a political hit job. How did well, you guys navigate I, I really it? Really appreciate you. I really appreciate you asking that because you're right. And there's not enough people, and they don't mean it maliciously, but, you know, the families have gotten lost in all of this. And I'll tell you, um, I've got four kids. At the time of my arrest, my oldest was five years old. The FBI agent told me that they had been watching my home throughout the day. They knew my wife left. They knew I was home alone with my children when they raided my home. They absolutely traumatized my children, yeah. to say the least. They, I mean, it, it's been very difficult for them because they've been so afraid of police officers and we're, we're finally getting over that and our, with them. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, man, I had never been in trouble with the law. Um, so I, I didn't know anything about federal sentencing guidelines or anything like that. When I got the phone call uh, that I was now facing 24 years in prison, uh, that was probably the lowest point for me. Um, I've been pretty, pretty mentally strong up to that point. And uh, I went to the bathroom. I turned on the fan so nobody could hear me. I locked the door, and I just started crying, man, because mm, I was sitting there thinking, I'm not even going to be home in time to walk my little girls down the aisle and give them away. I'm going to miss out on their entire life. That, that's where I was at mentally. It was hard. Wow. Yeah. I feel well, that, this just shows you how much out of control these people are because, you know, there's videos of the police open up the doors. It's like you're on a tour guide. And that's what's wrong with the, well, the, crazy, uh, the federal the, government. The crazy might thing, man, all of them right now. None of my trust under Biden. Go ahead, Derek. Well, the, the crazy the crazy thing is is that um so I you know I was all over every national media outlet there was on January sixth and January seventh because I live streamed it and I was an elected official I had a big following on social media and so 
uh, I, I, I went to a local attorney on January 7th and, and was like, he was like, I, you're fine. I don't, I mean, I don't see how in the world you're going to get in any trouble, but they might want to question you. They might think that, you know, you were with you know, one of the sections of the crowd who was doing some violent stuff. They might ask some questions. And so I, I, I retained him and he reached out to them and said, Hey, I'm representing this guy. If you know, he didn't do anything, but if you guys have any questions, he's more than willing to come in. All you got to do is just call. He's got a family. Don't want his door knocked down at 5 a.m. type of thing. They said, okay. And then the next day, they come and raid my home. And, I mean, they could have easily just called me. Right. They yeah. must have thought you were Bernie Stone. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the the other thing that, you know, that doesn't get talked about too, man, is that experience when you were talking about you went into the bathroom and, you know, you, you turned the fan on and you just you lost it in there on yourself, right? Some people went further than that. You know, rest in peace to, to Matt Perna, man. Mm-hmm. That tore me Absolutely. up when I heard that that brother was so scared, you know, about what was going to happen in his future that yeah. – he ended up taking his own life, and that that messed us up, you know, hearing that. And then all, all the people that I was locked up with due to January 6th, they were taking it hard. Like, a lot of brothers had mental strains that it, it's not talked about. Right. You're, you're, you're absolutely correct, man. There's there's no words to put into context just the, the pressure uh, surrounding that. I mean, you've got the most powerful, corrupt government with, the, with unlimited resources coming after you. You've got the media coming after you every single day. And, you know, I, I know the Perna family pretty well at this point. You know, Jerry and I have we figured a lot of events together and everything. And in, in Matthew's case, he'd, he'd accepted a plea deal. Yeah. And after accepting the plea deal, they then come and say that they're going to slap a terrorist enhancement on him, yep. which is going to take his plea deal from like less than a year to like, I don't know, multiple years in prison. And at this point, you know, it just broke him. He couldn't take it anymore. And I, and I think it wasn't just that. I, I think that all of us, you know, we love our country. Uh, we consider ourselves patriots. Yes. And one of the hardest parts of all this was knowing that my country was doing this to me and that there were people out there who believed that I hated my country, that yeah. I was a terrorist or whatever. Like, that was hard. Yeah, man. I, hey, if anybody can relate, I feel you. You know, prior to that, yeah. prior to January 6th, man, I spent a lot of time trying to be positive and, and pushing positivity and trying to bring people together and giving my political my political stance in a, in a positive, as positive way as I could. And then to have my name just, I'm talking about, smeared they yeah. even at one point called me a white supremacist man it had me second guessing my de- my, my own self i had well, to look in the mirror right up. i'm like hold on wait a minute well what's going on same same thing they did with enrique tario and then enrique wasn't even there yeah think about that what yeah, they did to this years. man what'd you say Derek? He, he he's in prison i believe for 22 years 22 yeah years. he, he is man there. we gotta um, do something for him uh get trump in and party we, we got about a minute and 45 uh you know what george i think i'm gonna take a break now because i because I really do want to um, talk about, I mean, how was it? How did, I, I want to know what the mentals for you, you, know, you, Cash, when you saw what was happening in the summer of 2020, the summer of love and all of this destruction, they destroyed police departments, they destroyed federal court buildings. Oh, that was just going. peaceful protesting. Yeah, oh, you're right. going to get me going right but, now. But, That's but, what you're going to do. But when you look at, when I mean, they've come, they came into the Capitol, they came, into the, uh, came at the steps of the Supreme Court, which you cannot do. But here it is. You guys walk in and walk out. Now, I get it. There were some bad apples there. There were some bad apples. But not all of them were bad apples. And I want to talk about the bad apples, too. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. Before the break, we were talking to Derek Evans. He's a congressional candidate for the 1st Congressional District in West Virginia. Uh, Derek, I was just talking to Cash, and, you know, you hear uh, Jack Smith, and you hear these people talk about how 
Um, basically, this was a collusion of, of many different facets coming together. I got a question for him. Did President Trump instruct you or tell you what to do on January 6th? Were you part of some big plan for January 6th with President Trump or, or anybody on his team? No, not at all. I mean, President Trump, there's, there's a, I'm glad you brought this up, actually. So he said to march peacefully and patriotically over to the Capitol to make your voices heard. But what a lot of people either never knew or just forgot about is the entire event was called March to Save America. So for weeks leading up to that, the plan was always after President Trump spoke, everyone was going to march to the Capitol. There were other permits already issued over there with yep. stages set up where there were going to be more speakers to continue the rally, if you will. And so that's why he said to march peacefully and patriotically over to the Capitol. That was the plan for weeks leading up to that point. Yeah. The problem is the press uh, conveniently leaves it up. And well, you know, you know what, what, what was crazy, what I was telling John in the break, is before any of that ever happened, before Trump ever said that, two weeks prior to me even going there, when I seen what was going on with, with CHOP and whatever they called it, it was Chaz, Chaz or Chaz. CHOP, whatever, in Portland, um, I'm like, you know what? How about we yep. go and we protest at the Capitol? And we're going to do a sit-in. We're going to do it the right way. We're going to be peaceful, and we're going to stage a sit-in. That was my goal before I ever Trump ever said anything. And by the way, I left way before Trump ever said to go and peacefully and patriotically go and protest and make your voices heard. I went. I, I was marching way before then because I wanted to be one of the first people there. Yeah. Wow. Hey, hey, um, Derek, uh, speaking of bad actors, uh, you, you, you see Christopher Way, uh, Ray and them not being able to um, truthfully come out to say that the FBI were on the ground. Who were those bad actors? Was it the FBI? Was it was it um, people posing as Trump supporters? Was it Antifa? Who were the bad actors that were there? Well, we don't know that because we've never had a proper investigation. And, and I think that the, the fascinating part is the, those of us in the January 6th community, we just want the truth. So on one hand, you have those of us who are, quote-unquote, insurrectionist domestic terrorists, you know, these criminals. We're saying, please, we're begging you to release the footage of the crimes that we committed that day. And, and on the other hand, you have the government who's saying, no, 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 you guys can't watch it. These are just terrible people. You have to take our word for it. You can't watch it for yourself. So, um, I mean, obviously, just based on the questioning uh, that, some, that Congress has done to, to, to some of them, there were definitely uh, – Congressman Clay Higgins says that there were hundreds of uh, federal agents he would know. in the crowd. Well, he actually demonstrated that with some videos. He, he would know. You know? Yeah. Anybody? Okay. There was a bunch of bad actors there that day. We, like you said, we just don't know who they were because we did not have a proper investigation. But being uh, But what about Discovery? You, you, yeah, I was, in, I was, in that's Discovery, what I was going to say. none of this say. stuff came out? Yes. See, that's the, that's the unique experience that, I, that I've had and everybody that was locked up in D.C. DOC. We got to see each other's Discovery. Right. And I'm sure that Scott will attest to this when he, when he comes on as well. Um, we got to see things in there. And when you start to connect the dots, that all the things that you all have not seen, no one has seen the footage that we have. All right. There are people that have the wires like as if they're agents, but they're dressed in MAGA gear. Wow. And they're doing hand signals. They're standing up there where it's all going down on the West Terrace because you heard Derek. He said that he was on the east side where they were letting people in. On the west side, it was an all-out battle. It was yeah. like Braveheart. You know what I'm saying? So you got you got these people that are dressed up in MAGA gear doing these hand signals and all types of stuff. You know, and it looks like they're controlling the crowd or they're they're directing the crowd and they're inciting people to do the things that they ended up doing. Right. Hey, hey, Derek. I hate to I hate to pose this question to you. But you got anything to do? Because we got to go on a break. It's a long break, but I, I'm having. I, I think this discussion is so great. I'd love to have you on for one more segment, if that's okay. I got you, brother. Oh, my man, my man, fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talking with Derek Evans, candidate for 
the first congressional district in West Virginia. Uh, I, I love this because we we couldn't uh, social media would not allow us to have these conversations while this stuff was going down. They were shutting us all down. You, yeah. So you listening to Black and Right Hour Two coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back. Hour two of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com. Click on the podcast button. Click on Black and Right. Download the podcast. If you are listening, you you do not have the Black and Right Radio podcast. What's wrong with you? I don't know. What's wrong with them? Don't be. Come on. Don't be stuck on stupid. No, I'm just kidding. Gotta get with it. <laughs> Gotta get it. it. Gotta please. get it. Download it, please. Uh, while you're at it, head over to 560, I mean, com. I have merch now. As I told you guys, I'm looking to uh, syndicate this radio show until I can get my uh, Monday through Friday show. We're talking yeah. about Willis. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can to syndicate this show and put it in other cities and states. Uh, my, my good friend, Jimmy Conomos, uh owner of Best Dental, is, is helping with that as he sponsors this radio show. We're looking for other sponsors. You want to sponsor the show? Reach out. Um, black and right radio at gmail.com. I'm really excited. Uh, but before the break, we were talking to Derek Evans, who's a candidate for the first congressional uh, district in West Virginia. Uh, Derek, talk to us about the campaign. How is it coming? How are you being received um, amongst the voters of uh, West Virginia uh, first congressional? Well, I'll tell you, man, the jokes on the federal government, you know, they, they did all this trying to silence us and put us into fear and, I happen to live in one of the reddest districts in the entire country, and it's, nice. it's a MAGA district, if you will, more of a rebellious type of district. So the people here are super excited. I've been endorsed by General Flynn, Mike Lindell, Veterans for Trump. We out-fundraised our opponent last quarter. I haven't spent a single dollar in terms of uh, campaigning, you know, reaching out to voters, and we were, were polling at 45% against the six-year incumbent Rhino, uh, which is the closest race in the country for someone challenging an incumbent in the primary. So, I mean, we're, we're exactly where we want to be right now. We're rocking and rolling and having fun. Yeah, nice. I, got, I got one quick question, and I'm gonna, uh, I'll pass it on to these two guys. Um, has there been a movement to try to keep you off the ballot based upon the 14th Amendment? There was. The same group going after President Trump, CREW, C-R-E-W, which is uh, funded by George Soros. Mm. Uh, when I first Shocker. announced I was running, yeah, when I first announced I was running, they, uh, they, they, they kind of – started dabbling around here in West Virginia, um, you know, tossing around that idea. But the uh, once again, it's a red state, very red. And the attorney for the West Virginia Secretary of State's office immediately put out a statement and said, this guy was never charged, let alone convicted of insurrection. So um, he's going to be on the ballot. And I think that the reason they haven't come after me in the court system is they knew that or they know that there's no way they could get a jury in West Virginia who would would agree to to this crazy claim, and it would split the courts, which would make it harder for them to kick Trump off the ballot in other states. Yeah. 
Well, well hopefully the Supreme Court will uh, rule in Trump's favor. Cash, yeah. I gotta ask, brother, because you know I think you're dope. You know what I'm saying? You're my, you're my, you're my brother, my solitary confinement brother, solitary soldier, right? <laughs> so check it out, man. I just want you to tell the people how they can help you, if at all. How can they help you with your campaign? How can they help you with your mission? How can they find you? I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, you can find me on any social media platform. Uh, they can go to, to our website. It's Evans E V A N S Evans Four W you can head over there. You can you can donate if you want to. We've got over five thousand donors uh, so far, which is uh, which is absolutely incredible. I, I tell everyone this is not my campaign. It's really not. This is the campaign of the American people. If you've ever wanted to send a message to the deep state, here's your chance to do so. You help elect a January sixth political prisoner back into Congress, and that would uh, that would send the ultimate message, in my opinion. So Evans for WV.com. And you know, one more thing to everybody that's listening right now. Okay, um, the way that our government is right now. You have to get involved in these type of elections, okay? Because right now, the way that things are standing, the, the people that are there, they don't care about the people. And this is somebody that cares about the people. You know, he's a good guy. He's been through it. He's an average American. And he's went through some things that average Americans don't have to go to uh, because of January 6th. So if you guys can, check him out, man. Support him. Yeah. And we got to vote. Vote, vote, vote. And Derek, I, I, do you, can you imagine the shockwaves that that was said? That you, the first January 6th um, political prisoner wins a congressional seat. Can you imagine the fear that's going to just be, I mean, sent to the people, especially some of those same people who are still who served on that committee and things of that nature? Can you imagine that? They, I hope that they are, because I'll tell you right now, the, uh, the American people are ready for this, but the political class is not ready. The, the one promise I make to everyone is, I'm not running to make friends or to go play patty cake politics. I'm running to kick in the front door and expose the corruption. And if I do win or whether I win or not, I'm really hoping to help other January 6th political prisoners run yes. for office uh, at some level in, in the future as well. Because that these are patriots who's really going to be in it for the right reasons and take this country back. You know, I think probably I may need to come to your victory party oh, in yeah. November. I think that's where I want to be. I want to be there, too. <laughs> I got it. I got you got my 100 percent support, my brother, uh, all day. Yeah. Derek, tell the people once again where they can find you. Uh, yes, Evans4WV.com. You can use the number 4, F-O-R. I bought both domains, so it's not confusing. Uh, Evans, E-V-A-N-S, 4WV.com. All right, Derek Evans, um, candidate for the 1st Congressional in West Virginia. Thank you so much for being so so gracious with your time and just coming on and educating the black and white audience of, of Chicago and, and, and beyond. Uh, I really appreciate you, and if you're ever in Chicago, on a Saturday, or if I'm filling in on a Monday, or I mean, uh, the morning show or the afternoon show, I'd love to have you back on. Hey, I appreciate what you guys are doing up there, man. I actually spent a couple months in Chicago back around 2010 or 11 or whatever. I was training up there for football. We'll get into that another time. Oh, but yes. What you guys are doing, man. Yeah, All right. I trained at TC Boost, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. All See, right. Good yeah. man. Good man. Good luck, man. Thank you so much. Go win one. Go get, win one for the Gipper. You got this, brother. We rooting for you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Right. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Oh man, wow. Told you, I mean, he's a good you, guy. Then I tell you, he's a yeah, good brother. Absolutely. Yeah, but you just think of 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 just how life altering and and Cash, you know this. How yeah. life altering the last three years have been. Oh yeah. And then you look at and and we didn't get into it, but you look at what happened in the summer of love, Cash. What were the people that you were locked up with? What was their mindset seeing what they're doing, the, the, the total, the, knowing that the, the total destruction of all this that was happening, 
How did people feel about that? Uh, mm-hmm. Which which part? Like all of it? No, I mean like in which institution? Okay. In DC DOC or when I got into the feds? Both. Okay, in DC DOC, we were all the same. We were in shock. We were upset because we all know what happened. We all know how the Democrats that came together and well, the extreme Democrats, the extreme far left, came together and created these bail funds for people that committed acts of violence and and looted and burned things down all through the city to bond them out of jail. Yeah, Whereas we're Collins. sitting exactly our vice president allegedly um anyway yeah we, we're seeing this happen and then we're sitting here and people are getting denied bail they can't get a phone call for they trespassing can't, for trespassing for trespassing and lesser offenses than what happened all through 2020 yeah. and that's the thing that's that's the most shocking about it you know what i'm saying so it's like that irritated me it, it, it really frustrated me but it really frustrated the other the, the other guys that i was locked up with because they were facing a lot of time yeah for the same things that was done and lesser things that were done in 2020 yeah you you, you think about uh, rules for thee, not for me. Yeah. When you look at what J- uh, Jamal Bowman, congressman, did, by oh, he yeah. he um uh, interrupted offic- official proceeding. Um, what did he get? I didn't Slap know it was on the hand. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Did you see? Did you see the the article that they made about me when I first uh, got sentenced mm-hmm. for the for the DC crime? You talking about the Indiana paper or no, 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 no. This is uh after I got sentenced in DC. So after I was there for about a year and a half. Oh, they came out with an article, and I, I talked to a I talked to a reporter while I was in there, uh-huh. and she, I made a statement because this is talking about what happened in 2020. So I said, "Well, really, I'm I'm kind of shocked that I even got charged. I thought that you know because I'm black <laughs> that they was gonna let me off with a a slap on the wrist like they did everybody in 2020. Oh, but wait a minute. I guess it's because I'm a conservative that that didn't happen. No, 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 no. Let's flip this. Let's flip this. Imagine if all of those people that were locked up on J6 were all black. And not predominantly white. What do you think would happen then? Well, uh, the same exact thing. Maybe uh, worse. Conservative. Though. No, they, no. What I mean is, then they get, no. What I mean Tim's is, country. imagine if if this was Barack Obama and his group coming and doing the exact same thing that happened on January six. Oh, they would have been called. It would freedom not fighters. have been. The, it, they would have been called yeah, freedom that, fighters. That was the summer of love in twenty twenty. That's, that's that's my point. Yeah. That's 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 the whole game, man. That's what I said when I made that comment. They try to butcher me in the media. They're like, oh, January six defendant. Ex gangbanger, drug kingpin. I'm like, what? They drug put me all the KKK member, all types of stuff. I'm like, man. You mean Robert Sheets Bird? I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> the they friend of the Democrats. Uh, they acting like David and, and Duke his, was my granddaddy. Or and something. his statues are being taken down <laughs> in West Virginia. It was crazy. <laughs> all right. Um, we can't. We don't have time to go to the phone lines, but uh, guys, hold the line. We'll take your calls. Uh, Marion, our our sweet Marion. She's 90 years old. She listens to this show every week. Um, I love, I love, I love Mary. Uh, she lives in Bentonville. Eduardo Kip Sandra, Sandra, man, who you met her on the boat, Jim? Yes. Yeah, Antonio. I'll take you guys when we get back. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Guys, I'm telling you, if you missed that first hour and the, the first segment and you want to hear it uninterrupted, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. You got to go and do that. I'm, I'm telling you. It was a really, especially... This last this last hour and twenty really the yeah. whole time has been a really good show, man. So it really if you guys has. Have I have really two friends in particular. It. I'm going to do that too. What's that? My friend Scott and Oscar Junior. 
Oh, what happened? <laughs> Do what? Oh, they're big, you know, conspiracy people against Trump and blah blah. Good friends, but they don't like Trump. No, and they all they kind of buying this J six stuff. So, yeah. here, boys, take a listen. Isn't it funny how a lot of the first questions that people talk about people that are running for office are, are, are you? What happened on J six? Are you an election denier? Is he the election denier? Or do you support what happened on January 6th? What? G- guess what? I don't support the criminality that happened on January 6th, but I support the, the, the what they were doing there on January 6th. I disagree. What's I'm that? I'm sorry. What's that? I'm going to go ahead and say it. After seeing everything that I've seen, uh-huh. and, and every, I don't agree with the violence That's that happened, saying. but I understand it. I, I'm mm. not, I don't, I'm so not somebody. Wait, dig in that. Done. Dig into that. Okay, Explain well, that. I've seen kids and women in the crowd and elderly people getting hit with flashbangs and and getting shot with pepper balls and police officers hitting them with 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 shields i mean any man any man would have reacted the same way if you were on the street and you seen something like that happening you're gonna you're gonna take action see Cass, that was what i was asking you when you called in the timeline of that because i wanted to know what sparked the outrage what sparked that anger so I wish Derek was still on because he could tell you on the east side it was really, really peaceful. There yeah. was nothing going on. Where on my side, the police came out in riot gear and started shooting the crowd. And I'm yelling at him. My video is actually what Julie Kelly used on, uh, uh, what is, I forget the name of the website. American but Greatness. American Greatness, yes. She used my video and it shows I'm out there and I'm, we're singing God Bless America or Chant USA or yeah. something. They all come out in full riot gear, start shooting the crowd with pepper balls, then throwing flashbangs into the crowd. I got hit with a, with a projectile from the flashbang in my leg and I look over and I start yelling and I say, what the hell are you doing? Who was that that shot? Somebody pulled out a gun and actually shot two shots. Who I don't know that? who that we don't know. They didn't arrest him because he might have been a, a plant. But, oh. but the thing is, is like I say, when that starts happening, we're looking at them, and I start screaming in the video. I'm like, yo, we supported you all all through 2020 when everybody was yelling, defund the police. We still, we're still, we just here protesting. This is our First Amendment right. Why are you doing this? And they kept on going. It didn't stop. So, of course, people are going to get angry. Now, do I agree with the violence? Right. No, I would always prefer to not have violence if it can be avoided, but everybody who knows me personally will tell you, I'm I'm violence isn't my first go to, but I'm not ducking no wreck. But that's you know not how saying? the media portrayed it, though, Cash. The media portrayed it that everybody they um the January Sixers started the violence, and then the police yeah I in know kind I know they needed that they needed to do that to make us all look like demons. Yeah. But there was a lot of us that were nonviolent. I myself was nonviolent. Right. I was trying to help people get moved out of Which there was when your the message? guy. When the guy, yeah, exactly. When the guy dropped and had a heart attack, I ran up to the police and I'm like, "Hey, there's somebody over here having a heart attack. We need help. We need help." They wouldn't move. They wow. would not move. The crowd had to pick this man up and move him. Who was the only one murdered on January 6th, Cash? Ashley Babbitt. Rest in peace to Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. You're an angel. Unfortunate. Let's go to the phone lines. My sweet Marion. Marion, welcome back to Black and Right. Thanks for holding. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I want to welcome Cash back. And thank, thank him for the hours he spent on the street corners of Chicago, on the north, on the south and west side, trying to convince people how to vote. Yes, thank you for encouraging that. Encouraging them. And also on J6, I followed Russo live through his march. Now, if you ever go to anything like that, take handcuffs, attach yourself to Russo, and don't leave his side. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, thank you so much, Mary. Really appreciate you listening. Let's go to Eduardo from Tampa Bay. Eduardo. All right, let me see. I got a lot to say here. Well, he's a, a traitor, too, um, Cash. Eduardo's a traitor. He's, he left the great 
state of Illinois to go to. Nah, man. He, no. Where'd you go? He <laughs> went to Florida, didn't he? he? Florida. I already know. Hey, I, I salute you, brother. Good job. Jump. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's a regular caller on uh, VON uh, who goes by the name of Angel, and I hear that he's moving to Orlando, so oh. it's happening. Yeah. But moving on here, Oakland's going to be getting the National Guard, and I just looked on Daily Mail, everybody's favorite site, yep. of course. The Amazon boxes coming off trains, they went in there with the bow cutters, and it's littered all over the tracks. So my idea, piggybacking on the immigration of Abbotson and the illegals up north, I think we should truck that to Gavin Newsom and all these politicians in California and dump them in their backyard. What do you guys think about that? Oh, I agree. Ooh. I agree. I love it. I've been saying this. Yeah, I love that it. With the mayor of New York, too. Yeah. They put garbage inside of his, uh, <laughs> over his front lawn. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Last Good idea, Jim. Eduardo always dropping the knowledge. Thanks so much, All right. Eduardo. All right. Ah, Sandra. Sandrita. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, what's going on? I've got a city council question. Uh, I, I drive all over the city. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those types of Chicagoans who has business all over the place. Or not business, but rather, you know, I've got stuff going on everywhere. But I, I'd like to know, what, why are we not finding aldermen who are not keeping their wards clean? And, uh, like, you know, some of these, like when my mom was on the west side, or, and I, I worked over by, by county jail, I, I mean... Some of this stuff is an empty lot, garbage everywhere. It's like, why are we not finding aldermen who are not keeping their wards clean and who are, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and, and bringing business? Why is this not happening? Why are, why are these people not questioned? Because they keep everybody distracted with everything else. They want us distracted just from the, the main elections of a president. They want us distracted with sports. They want us distracted with what's going on in Ukraine. They want us distracted with what's going on in Israel. They want us distracted by everything else other than what's going on right there where we live. Plus, this is the, one of the reasons why you have to get Republicans to run for these offices, because a lot of these races aren't contested. Mm-hmm. The Illinois Policy Institute is doing some great work, actually trying to get more people involved in the Republican Party. And when I call in in our Urban Talk radio station, I said we have to have local people, maybe small business people, get in there and start running for Senate and the Assembly, uh, just like Jennifer Santelistra has done out in uh, yeah. the Western oh, Suburbs. She's great. She is. And these are the kind of people that are going to make a difference. But yeah. if these races are unopposed, this is what you get. But yep. I'm all, I'll tell you also why it's not happening. Because you don't have Rahm Emanuel or Richard M. Daly uh, running the show. Or Rich, Richard J. Daly. Which, which one is the son? M, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, why I said The him. criminal destroyed the uh, field. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, Sandra. Uh, uh, let's go to Antonio. Welcome, brother. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing well. Cash. I want to say I've prayed over you many, many times. I've been following you. I'm sorry for everything you've gone through. I but I have that. a big, I, I really do. I really mean it. I mean, all the January 6th guys, you guys are all my heroes. Really, I really appreciate that, man. The, the, and, and my question to you is, and you may not have an answer. That's fine. When do we start going after these judges? Mm. Well, forget uh, the DOJ. And, and, and I'll make a statement. You can answer. Forget the DOJ. Trump's going to win. They're going to do something with the DOJ. But these judges are going to skirt like Bosberg getting away with with destroying people's rights like they have. Yeah. We expose all these D.C. judges for what they've done. They are the reason why this whole January 6th PSYOP has worked. Well, 
I I understand what you mean, but this is where I'll, I'll push back just a little bit. And thank you, by the way, for your for your thoughts Thanks, uh, and your, your your well wishes. But the way that I will push back on that is is it's not the judges, it's the prosecutors, the people that came after you in the first place. That's the problem. It's not the judges. The judges are doing their job to judge, and if they make it look like if if the if the prosecution makes it look like you're guilty, that you know you need to go away. It's the judges. The only judge's job is is to judge and to hand down the sentence. That's it. So the judges aren't the problem. It's the prosecutors that went after these people in the first place, and a corrupt so, DOJ. All, one of the reasons why they want to have Trump being prosecuted there because he can't get a fair trial. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, let's really quickly, Mitchell, we got about a minute left. Mitchell, explain. Hey, what's up there, guys? How you guys doing? Uh, first of all, um, this whole thing with uh, January 6th is a red herring. Cash, you know this inside out. Yep. All I'm going to tell you is this. Go back to the Bay of Pigs and Operation Northwood, Daddy-O, where basically the Joint Chiefs of Staff told Kennedy they wanted to basically invade domestic cities, bomb Miami, Chicago, New York, blame it on Castro, and then go into a basically a false flag. Mm. So what you saw in January 6th, Daddy-O, was two tales of two different realities. By the way, there is now photographic evidence that the Secret Service and the police that planted those pipe bombs, they did it by design. Why? They wanted to create chaos. Yes. Why do you think there were over 365 federal agents called CHS agents? Preach. And they were there to provoke and basically frame you, daddy and you're doing a great job, but it's a total root. Preach. Oh, preach. Oh, my God. Let us know, daddy Truth bomb <laughs> mic drop moment Cash, right there. Really quickly, who's coming up next? We got... Really quickly, who's coming up? We got uh, Scott Fairlamb coming up next, my solitary soldier. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. Sorry, he's trying to swallow this big Newton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I did a... I'm doing... um, Intermittent fasting today, and I just broke the fast at what was it? You can give me that chip five o'clock, Jim. Yeah, it was a while. The first Pringles, chip, yeah, Pringles. So I hadn't eaten anything today, so I'm like, you know, let me grab these uh, fig Newtons and bring them with. You no, know, those are good for dentistry. Yeah, pulls how, out a lot of old fillings. How, um, <laughs> um, uh, Cash, can you um send uh, Mr. Fairlam a message right now? Yeah, he's not online. Okay. Oh, I think he might. That might be him calling in right now. All right. Yeah. Okay. But um. <laughs> yeah, you know how Fig Newtons, you know, you got to chew those things, you know, it's got hard that, to swallow. They got the little, the little caramel in the middle. Kind of go. Uh, the, the date. Yeah, so if you got some loose crowns, they come yeah. up. All right, Cash, take it away. All right, everybody. I just want to welcome right now my brother. I love this dude to death, man. He's one of my favorite people in the entire world, Scott Fairlamb. What's up, my brother? You don't have to call. Don't <laughs> <say> girl. <laughs> <laughs> what's going uh, on scotty i love him already i'm telling you bro you got to meet him in person he's yeah. way more dope what's good my brother what's going on fellas what's the deal go ahead cash yo we were just having some major discussions bro you haven't got to talk with him yet uh Derek evans he's actually running for congress in west virginia first congressional seat uh he was just on with us and we were digging into january 6th and i wanted you to give your perspective because you was on the same side as me you weren't on the east side you were on the west side so we were talking about the whole the violence because people say, oh, they had people are upset about the violence. And I said, look, I don't condone the violence unless obviously, you know, me, you know, what I'm saying I'm for the violence when I get it when I'm getting attacked. Right. But 
Explain yeah. why violence even happened that day. What would any man, rational man, because you are a rational man, why did things happen that day the way that they did, bro? Uh, well, make no make no mistake about it. There were instigators, agitators, and motivators planted there for the sole purpose of causing chaos and uh, inciting violence. And that, that was at the hands of our own government. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, obviously, I've seen countless uh, pieces of uh, uh, evidence yep. uh, that belongs to other inmates yep. um, that I was with. Um, but no, none better than my own eyes. Um, I, uh, I was able to witness several people, uh, you know, uh, uh, being, uh, uh, abused by the police, uh, including myself. Yep. Um, you know, I was, I was struck by the police as well. Um, something that they failed to, uh, show, uh, it was an edited video, um, that just showed me res- my response after I was, uh, hit with a baton, um, you know, and it, it's crazy, but, they, you know, it, 23 minutes before I assaulted police officers, I actually saved four Capitol riot officers from probably getting killed. Yes, sir. Um, I've seen they, it. They were they were stranded outside of a uh, outside of the uh, stairs on this little like little uh, I, I keep using the word stoop and I hate the word, <laughs> but uh, they were uh, stranded outside that stoop and uh, they were getting pelted with all kinds of shit. And uh, oh, oh, they oh, couldn't get back oh, here. Oh, can't cuss. We're on radio, <laughs> not podcast. Seven oh, second. We on terrestrial radio. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay, we we caught it. We caught it. It's a family worry. show. I'll, thanks for telling me because I'll clean it. I'll clean everything up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta come hang out with you. Got, hey, hold, hold on. I'm gonna go put my suit on. <laughs> Cash. Now, don't hey, forget your big boy, head, red Wait, wait, wait. I got to stop you right there, Scott. Scott, when are you coming to Chicago? I got to hang out with you. When are you coming to Chicago? You got to come to the Bokers. Listen, you just say when. I'll come down there. All right. That's that's my when's the, when's the Bokers? I'm sorry. We haven't set a date. I, I, do a, I do a lot. My show live on Lake Michigan. Uh, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, so maybe we, we'll bring you down during that time. I'm yes, sorry. Go that ahead. Was finish, fun. finish wait, your ass. Before, before you keep going, Scott, let me just tell people right quick. When that, when that police officer assaulted Scott, it was a really 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 bad thing to do because a lot of people don't notice but he is an mma fighter golden gloves boxer but go ahead scott Jeez. um so uh you know i see these four guys they're getting pelted and um it goes to the ground and uh i jump in uh and i actually get down on the ground and jump into the pile and uh one of one one of the protesters whoever it might have been i do not know I uh, went to go and kick him in the face, Ooh. and uh, I put my forearm in front of him, and I actually blocked it, um, at which point I grabbed the officer, or the Capitol uh, riot officer. He was in full Capitol garb. I grabbed him and uh, by his vest, and I pick him up, and uh, he's looking at me with, like, the fear of God in his eyes. You know, he's just he, – he, 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 you could tell they're, they're worried. And yeah. – uh, I looked at him and I, and, and I, I, the other guys, and I'm like, you know, I get them up to their feet. I'm talking to them, and there's actually a video of this and uh, a picture of me actually talking to them. And, uh, you know, I said, you guys need water, blah, blah, blah. And they, they, they you know, they're, they're yelling like, no, we can't because we had gas masks on, right? So he turns around to, to the other three guys on the stairs there, and he says, well, can you get us out of here? And I said, absolutely. So uh, I leaned in and told them, you know, listen, just get in a stack formation. Um, you know, grab onto my shoulder, and, and they all fell in line doing the same thing. So I, I brought them along the the uh, the foundation of the Capitol right there. Okay, uh, back to back to their like I guess what would be like their platoon sergeant or yeah. commander, commanding whatever their unit was. 
um, to, to reunite them with their, you know, their the squad. And uh, when I turned the co- turned the corner, I was immediately, uh, uh, you know, like in the crosshairs. So much so that these guys were like, you know, signaling because they couldn't be heard, but they were giving like the the thumb, uh, uh, the okay symbol, you know. Yeah, but how? Did, and, how uh, so how did you get? How did you get assault against a police officer? So twenty three minutes later, um, I'm back in that same area, and now it's completely overrun. Um, and in comes, you know, marching through the crowd like stormtroopers is Metro PD, uh-huh. um, who were a bunch of, oh, pardon me, who were a bunch of clueless, um, clueless individuals, behind, clueless individuals behind a batch. Yeah. And as they're going through the crowd, I could see them, you know, assaulting, pushing, jabbing with their, with their batons, um, through the crowd. So I was literally like walking a lo- like kind of like along with them, and sure I was saying some things. You know, are 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 you an American? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, act like one. Yeah. You know, uh, yes, um, you know, you know, several things. You know, calling them cowards, stuff like that. But no, but not at any any point was I impeding, obstructing, right. or assaulting any officers. Right. Right. But what's wild is the guy that was at the end of the line. With them, I'd say there was about twenty-five of them marching through the crowd, or twenty maybe. I don't know. My number might be off, but um, one of them broke off from formation. He was the last in line. As he breaks off, whoever this other officer was, Metro PD, she—I believe it was a woman, based on what I heard with the voice. She like fans out to the right. He goes around like to get behind me, right? So I mean, I'm not stopping him from going straight through with the rest of his, you know, his crew. Right. Right. So he stands around, she turns, I mean, it was perfectly staged and he strikes me with his baton in the rib cage. My reaction is, I don't know if it's a cop. I don't know right. if it's another, you know, a, a January 6th, you know, a protester. I don't know who it is, but anybody that hits me with anything is going to, is going to, is going to feel. Is there video of this? These hands. Is there video of this? Yeah. So there's video of it's it's the edited video from the body cam footage of where you see the push yeah but here's what you can also hear in this in this tape now you have to reward like right to the very beginning of of that video you can you can faintly hear a there's scott and with that being said i i get that 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 baton to my ribs but i turn I pushed that officer, right, like out of reaction. He's behind me. I don't know who it is. Right. When I do so, I push him into the crowd. And then uh, the other officer had uh, 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 was, uh, had come at me. And right. I put my hand up with an op- open hand. And I said, you know, do not effing touch me. Mm. And that's when he smacks my hand down. And that's when I hit him with a jab in his face shield. Yeah. You know, uh, we got to go to break. Uh, please uh, hold the line because... Hoff Daddy just made a very interesting um, uh, comment to me. Uh, class action civil suit with all of the JC6 prisoners. Oh, yeah, that's in the works. Oh, yes. Uh, hold the line. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Before the break, we were talking with another J6er, Scott Fairlamb. Um, Scott, um, I, I left with the question, uh, are you all of the J6ers, 
in my opinion, political prisoners. Are you guys going to come together and file uh, a class action civil suit? I believe that's in the work. Yeah. Um, I've, I've uh, spoken to certain people about it. Um, my, my fight is against uh, the Bureau of Prisons. Yes. Um, and I'd like to go into that out a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, so I was sent to uh, Butner um, in uh, North Carolina, um, presumably because it was a, uh, you know, a, a medical, um, considered a medical prison, even though I didn't, I never even met my doctors until like two weeks before I got out and never went to the FMC. Um, but uh, I've, I've had cancer since 2010. I've had leukemia since 2010. I take uh, leukemia. I take um, uh, uh, chemo every day. I take four chemo pills. So uh, I'm self-carry medicated, put it that way. But um, with that being said, um, while I was in prison, um, I was doing whatever I could to obviously get out early by uh, programming. Um, they wouldn't verify my high school diploma, so I went and got my GED in two weeks. Um, all of this being said, they, uh, they were denying me my first step back credits. So um, the warden, assistant warden, um, all signed off on me getting one, one year of halfway house time. Um, so I was approved by the warden, the assistant warden, my medical staff at the facility, and the halfway house itself. So I was cleared, okay, by my medical team, the halfway house itself in Newark, New Jersey, for one year of halfway house time. So that set me to get out in November of 2022. Um, with two weeks to go before I was sent to get out before the holidays of, last, of, of, of 2022, I, uh, I received a, let, a, a, a letter from Patrick McFarland. Well, the, well, the prison did. A letter from Patrick McFarland from the Office of Medical Designation in Brooklyn, New York, stating that I was um, medically inappropriate for the halfway house. What? And yeah. I was... I was I was uh, uh, not eligible for home confinement because my PSF, my public safety factor, was a seven, the highest you can have, uh, which made no sense, being that I was a low recidivism rate, right? Yeah. No. But um, with that be with that being said, um, that is the direct the denial of, of of the halfway house based on a uh, uh, me being medically inappropriate um, was his actual word is against the law. It's a, it's a, a violation of the American Disabilities Act which states that you cannot deny an inmate right. programming based solely off a of disability. Now, they even went on further to rule um, in some other cases that, that cancer is considered a disability even when it's in remission. Now, clearly mine is not. I'm still right. to this day taking four, four chemo pills a day of Tisigna. Um So that I filed that lawsuit in the Eastern District of North Carolina. But I'm at a point now where, I mean, I have all the paperwork. I have, a, I have my halfway house uh, uh, booklet i have the acceptance letter by the halfway house i have every bit of paper trail that you could possibly imagine with this case it's a cut and dry black and white case right um but finding somebody to pick up this federal civil lawsuit is like you know finding a diamond in a coal truck right now <laughs> yep. yeah maybe you should tell them you just crossed over the border from venezuela yeah there you go and you'll have all the rights and privileges yeah. that everybody else does <laughs> that's it's, fair it's, it's just it's, it's incredible so i spent another seven months in prison um, because of it. Wow. Yep. Scott, we got to go to break. Uh, we got you for one more segment, if that's okay. Sounds great. All right. You're listening to Black and Red Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. We'll be right back.
This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. Before the break, we were talking to Scott Fairlam, a J6 political prisoner. Um, Scott, I remember when you made the news uh, about your gym. Uh, you do you think that had you, they took that into account uh, at sentencing? Uh, what you did as far as during COVID, not wanting to shut down your gym? I think they they used whatever they could against me. I think it went from me having the first initial protest um, outside my gym, then to linking up with Ian Smith, uh, who's also from New Jersey. Um, I think they used. Uh, the fact that I was a uh, you know former professional boxer and a professional MMA fighter against me, um, it was just a you know it, it, it was nonstop. They tried finding every angle they could to uh, you know further the uh, you know the uh, uh, um, the charges or drum up anything. You know it was, um, but I, I yeah without a doubt they that was brought up as well by the prosecution. See, oh yeah, well, anybody? Get, I already knew. You got some phone cash? Yeah, hey Scott. You there? My man. Yo. Uh, my hey, Scotty. Man. Hey, man. Real quick, bro. Tell them how it was for us, man. Even though we was in a messed up situation, how did we handle it all together in, in uh, DC DOC, man? Wow. Uh, uh, they thought they were going to break us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that infuriated them more. Um, you know, the Patriot pod was just that. Um, a lot of good men came together. Yes. Um, through the grace, grace of God, God's word, um, and, and, and the looking out and loving of one another and, and the brothership that some of us forged, uh, uh, like Cash and I. Yeah, that's you know, let me cool. tell you something about Cash Kelly, man. Um, when I came in, when I came into 2A, uh, I didn't have much. Um, you know, I didn't have much. And uh, this brother right next to me, you know, he was in the cell right next to me, man. He, I, I'll never forget him just saying, no, man, what do you need? I didn't even know this dude yet, you know. Wow. But uh, it just hooked me up, man. He, he threw me a couple bricks of ramen. <laughs> that, macro life, <laughs> that, that, that macro life, you know. And, uh, yeah. you know, from there on, from that day, I knew we this. brothers, man. Uh, yeah, that's somebody right there. that I knew from this day that, you know, like, all right, man, you know, this 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 dude's a real real dude. And uh, bless the call, my brother, man. We leaned on each other in a, in a yep. lot of times of, of, of struggle, whether yes. it be family. Um, you know, we've Cash and I have sat in each other's cell and talked yep. at length about some things that uh, you know, some people out here that I've known my whole life I've never talked with. Yep. Wow, so, uh, my brother, man. You know, it was um, yeah. I mean, when we when we when we could get out of our cell, <laughs> right? Yeah. See, this is why these people doing this, these swamp people, they all have to be extracted from their positions. Yeah. We have to put responsible people in government because this should never happen again. I'm shocked they didn't break y'all up. I'm you know what? That's what we were all saying. I was yeah. like, right, can you believe they put us all together? I, hey, we held a, hey, do you yeah, remember yeah. us staging sit-ins, bro? We refused to go <laughs> back to ourselves until we got authority down there so we can handle some issues, man. You remember that? Remember, remember when we pulled up, remember when we pulled up the town hall when they were contaminating yes. our food and the guy, and, the, and the, the head of the president of Aramark was there? Yes, sir. I, I remember. I was like, I, I, I put that food tray in front of him. I said, you eat it. <laughs> you eat it. <laughs> Yeah. Boy, the stories you guys, guys, the, the stories you'll be able to tell. I hope you guys both write books. Uh, Scott, we got to go. Uh, so this, that's, go ahead. That's something I just want to plug. I want to plug real quick. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, I'll be finishing up this book. Hopefully by the end of February. It's looking a little bit more like March now. 
Um, the book is going to be called Reforged. Um, it talks about uh, not only Real the quick. events that happened on January 6th, uh, prison, but also my battle with cancer, tragic loss in my family. All right. And, uh, Good the luck love, to you, sir. And the love of God. Good luck, brothers. Got Thanks you, for joining us. We'll be back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back. Hour three of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. If you missed those first two hours, please head over to 560theanswer.com. Click on the podcast, Black and Right Radio. Uh, if you have a Apple iPhone or if you have that, um, what do they call that thing? That thing? Uh, and- Androidius? Yeah. Androidius? Android. Yeah. Androids. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Go. I'm Team Apple, baby. Come on. Oh, Team man. Apple. I don't like. Right. I like iTunes. You for that. I don't like the Androidius. No yeah. <laughs> I, I like the organization too. Yeah, they only have yeah. the organization, not the mob. The organization yeah. of iTunes. Oh, don't yeah. bite the yeah. Apple Eve. <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, Cash. Before we um, continue, you have some guests in, and yes. Jim, you have guests in yes. who wants to say hi to the people that are listening. Some of yeah. our offsprings. This is yes. who we work for. Our yes. children. Hi. Okay, Hi, Cash, everybody. Cash, you want to introduce? Yes, I would like to introduce you to my two baby girls, Araya and Kira. And this Georgina. Hi. Come closer. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Now, what's now, up? What's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what's now, up? who was going to sing for me? Somebody uh, wanted to sing. Um, I think it was Kira or oh, me. I don't know. You. I no, it's only two people listening. You can do it, baby. It's so nervous. You could do it, so baby. Nervous. She made me cry last night, you guys. I found <laughs> out my daughter could sing last night. Yeah. I did not know. And she made me cry. And she I, had, I sing when it's cold on And dad was literally crying because Kira was okay, singing. But I'm just going to sing the parts I know. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead, Kira. Get closer to the mic. Get closer. I heard that love comes once, once in a lifetime. And I'm pretty sure that you are that love of mine. Cause I'm in a field of dandelions, wishing on everyone that you be mine. Mine. And I see forever in your eyes. I feel okay when I see you smile. Smile, wishing on dandelions all of the yeah. time. <laughs> you they know pretty girls. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Can, 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 can I join? Can I join? Let's join. Come on, can Go I join? Ahead. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> you know, you know the song. Hey. Just turn my mic off. They get, they get, just so everybody is They aware. don't want the glass to break. They get their vocals from their father. I've got a job. Yes, definitely we get it from our father. <laughs> uh, George turned my microphone off. He's like, because every time I try to sing, George turns my microphone off. Shout I can't out sing. to my dad and my mom for the, being the best parents in the world. Ooh. All right. Hey, definitely. That's what I'm talking about, girl. You know, yeah. on it. Well, can you, you can't just say mom. You Everybody know who cast mom. Say, say, say mom's first name. 
You have permission to say mom's first name once and this only time. Go. Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> like, and Georgina, now. what's your mother's name? But her real name, guys, is Mom. Mom. Aww. Mom, yeah, that's her Aww. real name. Yeah, shout out to your mom, Georgina. Get close to the yeah. mic. Close to the mic. Oh, there we go. San Pedro Sula, Honduras. That's right. Let me yep. give a shout out to my yep. mom too, Kim. Ah. Kimberly, <laughs> my, I love mom. my shout mom. Shout out Bernice. to my whole family for being the best. That's Aww. what I'm there talking about, girl. To to get us to um Chicago. That's so fun. And then I have a best parents. Nice. There you go. Hey, nice. what is it like? I'm I'm sure. It's you, fun. You 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 look at this guy. How do I? Well, I don't even recognize him anymore. He looks like He Man right now. Yeah, uh, cash cap. Hey, hey, I'm lucky that I have parents that are the best, and that I'm glad that I have a dad that sings. That's oh, right, girl. Look at That's you, girl. So, what do you what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I want to be either a teacher or um an airplane pilot. Like, whoa, I airplane. love that. Yeah. Go it, for it. Aviation's um, a good uh, I don't I don't know. I don't really know. That's good. That's yeah, a good thing. It's okay. It's good to time. not know right now. But it's really good that you do know as well, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. And, you're and also and also I he, when dad was young, he wanted to probably a singer. You got it right. And he wished it and then now he sings songs. Oh, yes I do. I sing for them. I and wrote it's them all songs. around the world. And I'm That's lucky. Right. Look there at you. you. Oh, Cash. Hey, nice. You want to hear the little song I made for them? It's yeah, just go a little, ahead. I'm just go gonna ahead. do the little bit. Say this one for my baby girls, my, my baby, baby girls. girls. Know you are my heart and world, my heart and world. Nothing I won't do for you, do for you. My day and night, my sun and moon, my sun and moon. This one for my baby girls, my baby girls. Know you are my heart and world, my heart and world. Nothing I won't do for you, do for you. My day and night, my sun and moon, my sun and moon. Shout out to my other babies as well. Yeah. My Nova, my Cami, and my Nanas. That's their song, too. I miss you, girls. Aww. Yeah. Hey, guess I what? I miss you, too. Black and White Idol just kicked off right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, girls, for coming, and thank you so much for singing. No I problem. That was it. the best part of the whole show. It, it really was. I, I think I we probably agree. the viewership is up right now because of you ladies. <laughs> oh, I, plus, I plus they're better looking this. than we are anyway. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I no. kind of like this now. You do? Because, yeah. Oh, oh. she's taking I, over the show. She said, "Go ahead, take I, over. Go ahead. It's on you. She wants to be." Go ahead. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Go. So, um, Come on. since I like doing this, it's so fun to see like we're on the TV yeah. and. If we keep doing this more often, we will probably be like a little bit like famous? cool and famous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but you're already cool. I'm already cool. You're already cool. Hey, well, think, you're cool. Think about this, though. <laughs> right now, you have people all over the world listening to you. Talk. What do you yeah. want to say to all the people all over the world? What's your nicest heartfelt message oh, that I you could it. give to all the people? I love them, and I hope they have a blessed day in this um, amazing world. Oh, what oh, about you, yeah. Kiwi? Be nice to your family, care for your family, do everything you want to do in life, and have a great time. How old are these girls? Oh, my goodness. And be the street light. That's right. Be a street light, baby. That's what I'm talking (laughs) about. Hey, don't fight. Be the street light. Peace. Don't fight. (laughs) Good (laughs) night. Don't fight. Be the street light. 
What's oh Russo saying? What's Russo saying right about that? Oh, man, I ain't even looking at my phone. I'm so focused on my babies oh. right now. They're making me so proud. I love you, girl. I just want to stay on here. That's all I want to do. Well, well, sit, sit tight. We're, we're chilling, baby. We're, we're not going nowhere yeah. yet. We still, got, we still got some time. Well, isn't there an overnight show? They oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what, what my daddy say. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got a lot of sass. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they get that straight they get from their mother. Mom? Yeah, they, oh, they it's all on my mom. It's all on my mom. She's over mom. there playing shy. She ain't shy. She uh, is hey, sassy. Hey, mom, you want to come in? Yeah, come on, mom. Come on, mom. Jump, jump on. on. Hello, but the show's hello. gone anyway, so Woo! go ahead. I am innocent and sweet and... <laughs> and loving. Oh. You know what? My daughters are here. She... You're right. You are so loving and so <laughs> exactly. sweet, Steph. You are just so amazing. She is the best mom ever. I just control of my show. Cool because I've never been on a radio like show and stuff, and I am so happy I finally got to go on it. <laughs> so guess what? And I like this. I'm gonna stay on. Guess what we're gonna do? Um, Hoff Daddy, the gentleman in there, he's yes. gonna cut this up for you and send it to you so that you can share it with all your family. That's right. That's Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. What do you got to say? What do you say? So like everybody around. Them, thank you so much. You're thank welcome. you. You're so. Like, everybody around the world could hear this, right? Yes. Like, oh, they're probably on, like, like on the they listen on radio. Streaming, well, uh, uh, radio, uh, iHeart, like, iHeart, iTunes. Uh, everything. I mean, uh, not iTunes, uh, TuneIn, all that. And we're actually on there right now. Yeah. 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 Like, I see. Like, you can say Alexa. People are listening on their Alexa right now. Yeah, it'd be funny if you say Alexa. <laughs> it'll, it'll, uh, yeah. it'll trigger their Alexa. Yeah. Oh, they got an Alexa? <laughs> no, Alexa. Alexa. Um, <laughs> Oh God, Alexa, Alexa. That's Alexa, a, that's Alexa. that sounds like an inside uh, family joke right there. <laughs> oh, I love you, Cash. Guys. I got a joke for you guys. Go ahead, give it, give it to us. What do you call a dog with one tail? I mean, no, no tail. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Get it right what now. do you call a dog with no tail? What do you call? I don't know. Tell us. Um. Oh crap! <laughs> bus, come on! No, I can't. Don't. Joke, I got a joke. Okay, go for it. Go for it. What's the lion's favorite Disney princess? Oh. Oh, what? Aurora. Aurora. Oh, 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 we're doing we're doing corny uh, we're doing corny jokes. dad jokes. Think what do you jokes. What do you call a dog with no legs? Oh god. You can't call it cuz it ain't gonna come. No, you got me. Why you gonna get my joke up, baby? Hey, hey. <laughs> hey what, do you, what do you call a fish with uh, two knees? Uh, what? A toony fish. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew. Okay, listen. I, I hear enough of these dad jokes from my buddy <laughs> DJ. And I got one more. <laughs> Go ahead. Why do people work at banks? Why can't they keep secrets? Well, I don't know why. Because they're all tellers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fine. I got one more. I got one right, more. Wait, wait, hold, hold it for when we get back. You oh, guys, man. You guys are, you guys are you're killing me, great. Smalls. This is great. This is uh, I just lost control, complete control of the show. So okay, we're running We're just going to let it go. Let's let it go. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. Say hi to Cash and his family and uh, Jim and his family. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your attitude. Go ahead, level up yourself. Just a different latitude. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. Yeah, that was different for Black and White Radio. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Very good. That was that was different, but um, judging based based on uh, the comments, people actually love that. 
You know that. I mean, you never know what to expect on Black and White Radio. I tell you, we, 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 we go wherever the uh, conversation takes us. Right? I think we got some little future radio hosts. In yeah, I agree. The works. Uh, they did great. I think I, I think I, seed. I think I called him up. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to start off with a dad joke. Doctor Scogsberg, what's up, brother? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I I did have to ask Cash a question, and um, it, I've actually got two. The first one is, what do you call a nun in a wheelchair? <laughs> what? A, a holy roller. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, no, one of the reasons why I wanted to call in, actually, Cash, you're, first of all, it's great to see you and Jim on the show with John. John, I miss being on the show with you and seeing Huff Daddy. I got to get back in there. Yes. But one of the things, I was really inspired to this question because I'm a retired superintendent. Um, and, and hearing your girls talking, one of the things that came to my mind about the whole January 6th situation and what you've been through and so many others have been through is what are the uh, textbook companies and educators going to be teaching our children mm. about January 6th, 5, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 years down point. the road? It depends on who's running and, the country. And, and, yep. Well, and I agree with you, and that's, that's what terrifies me. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, he who, who wins writes the history books, right? Yes. And, and so I think that's one of the reasons why it's so vitally important that Trump win in the next election. Yeah, one hundred percent. But this is going to be a long, a long term thing. Way after Trump, you know, when we're talking down twenty Absolutely. years down the road, right? You know, history is gonna it's gonna change. I believe that history is gonna it's gonna show what really happened at at at, at January sixth and why people were there. Yes, once the smoke clears, people are going to be remembered the same way that, in, in my opinion, maybe I'm being too you know arrogant in saying this, but just like how the Marble Men were remembered. Mm. Well, remember. Well, I- Go ahead. I, I, I think one of the only ways that this is really going to come to true light is if all of the documents that somehow were miraculously uh, deleted mm. in, in the server or whatever finally come to light. You can't tell me that there isn't some backup somewhere of, of that information. That's yeah. true. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that, there's, that they don't have it. It just can't be released yet. Once all these cases are done, once all this stuff is done, and everything gets released, and people could share their discovery. Oh, your mind's going to be blown. Let's Everybody be that's it's listening, their mind's going to be Biden blown. Scratch. Yep. It's probably a Biden's garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks, Doc. Appreciate the call, hey, man. Hey. Thanks, thanks for taking it, guys. Hey, enjoy the rest of the show. You guys are doing a great job. All right, thanks, God brother. Bless, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, oh, gosh, I don't know what to say now. Hey, <laughs> hey, John. Yeah. Hey. Huh? What do you call a sleepwalking nun? Oh my gosh, what? A Roman Catholic. Oh, a Roman. <laughs> oh gosh. Man. Uh, Joanne, is that making up for it? Oh, okay. So my girls, my girls are listening, and they want to call in, girls. 312-642-5600. Call in, girls. Uh, Deb, have the girls call in. and Because uh, my girls are like, hey, say hi to us. Give us a shout-out. Come on right. now. That's right. Get on them, girls. And, and you know, That's I have five girls. So, Ooh, My yeah, goodness. Yeah. Oldest is 21. Cash, you don't know I'm a granddad. Congratulations. Yeah, my August John. Guess August. what? Yes, Guess what, brother? You don't look like a grandfather at all. You don't look you know a what? day over all 32. Is all is great, boy. Please. 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 If I didn't die, boy. Whoo, if I didn't dye my hair. Oh, Lord, <laughs> no. I mercy. I'm not doing it. I'm liking no? the salt and pepper coming. I'm, I'm loving it. All right? No, no. I'm loving not it. Not me. Uh, I put you a pressure on. All right, hold on. on hold switch. on. No, I'm keeping it, man. Debora, welcome to Black and Right. Hi. Hi. Who's this? <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> And Kylie. Is who? I can hear you on radio. You can, <laughs> you can, Karis, you can see me? Yeah. Where's Yah? 
Hi, Yaya. Hi, Kai. Hi. Hey, how was your last um uh you you your last cheerleading um event today? Basketball game. Good. Yeah. Did you guys win? No. Oh, did you win any of the games today? I only I only went to one. Oh, it was just one game. So, what do you want to say to the people that are listening? Anybody? Hello. This just hello. that's it. Just hello. Now you guys talk to be my fair, ear. That's what you asked them to do. Right. You guys talk my <laughs> ear off in the car. Anything you want to say? I no? love you. I love oh, you. Oh my that was right. That was it right you. there. Man. I love you too. I love you. I love you girls. Thanks so much for calling, okay? Okay. Bring suckers, right? I bring suckers. I love you. you guys want me to bring some suckers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh? good one pick a good one what color you guys tell me the color blue blue Blue. everybody wants blue yes okay do your girls like pringles they love pringles all right oh i'll donate the sprinkles mr jim is bringing pringles too there you go (laughs) (laughs) all right i love you girls thank you have a good day all right (laughs) girls just do something different oh they do man man they don't soften me up my daughters can't do no wrong bro (laughs) my sons get so mad they're like oh my god dad she was i say hey listen Leave my uh, babies alone. Let's go to the, the phones. Mike from the North Shite. Mike. How are you? Hey, what's up? Long time no talk. I've got two nice Bible jokes for the kids <laughs> and then a zoo joke. Go ahead. Who was the first person in the Bible to fly? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know who. Pontius, he was a pilot. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. If Jesus were driving around Chicago today, what kind of car would he be in? Oh, my God. An armored know. vehicle. Yeah, armored he vehicle. Would be in a, he would be in a Honda because the Bible says Jesus will be in one accord with his disciples. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was hey, good. what's the last one? And the last one is, how could you tell the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Oh, man. I don't know how. Walk away from it. If you see it later, it's an alligator. If you see it in the wild, it's a crocodile. That's so good. Oh, my God. You guys. Oh, I love that joke. I have lost complete control of this, this show for the great. record. This is perfect, actually. Uh, thanks, Mike. I appreciate the call, brother. Have a safe weekend, everyone. Right. God bless. Thanks for the call. Oh, my God. You guys. I... This All right. Great. This is a good time. Hey, guys. Head over to blackandrightradio.com. Purchase some merch. Let's take this show to syndication. I need your help. Let's make it happen. Uh, I don't even know where to go now. With this <laughs> this oh, I know where I want to go. Michael Rappaport, the hate Trump dude. Did you hear what he had to say, the latest thing he had to say about Donald Trump? Nope, but I want to hear it. I want to hear it, and I want to get you guys' take That's away. a good segue, because yeah. you know we were just talking about yeah. alligators and crocodiles, yeah. and now we're talking about the swamp. That's it. That's Here it. we go. Perfect. You also can acknowledge that the media had a major role in that. Uh, a that, major role that in that. When you take a step back. Yes. You also acknowledge that because I, well, you've I will also acknowledge yeah. that you know that one thing about the Charlottesville that 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 I ranted about. Yes, and I was wrong about the both sides thing. Yeah, yeah, and, but, so and I respect so irresponsible, and I respect the shit out of Wait, let me campaign. let me hear him out. Hang on, yeah. go, go a little bit more. What do you mean by that? You were wrong on that. No, because he said the, the both sides. You know, there's good people on both sides, and when you see the full quote, yeah, yeah, it, that wasn't what what he said, and and and. You know, I, I 
ranted on him hard for that. Mm -hmm. Hard. There's some video about it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I ranted hard because I was like, what are you talking about, man? Because you got played. And here's what the re this is why I think you're going to vote for Trump. Is because you, much like me, much like many people, independent thinkers, not the sheep, realize we kind of got played a little bit. Yes, Trump ain't exactly the smoothest character. He's not, He's not Jesus Christ. No. But he actually, his policies and who he has around him are way better than what's going on there. And here's my final point. You see what's going on with the border. You see yep. what's going on with the wokeness. You see what's going on with culture wars. And you see what's going on with actual wars. Yeah. Specifically, you see who the, the Democrats have exposed their hand, especially the progressive left. You see what's going on between Israel and Gaza. You have three Star of David highs on your chest right now. Mm -hmm. And someone who is a proud New Yorker your whole life, Wow. What Yo, do you think? I think that that was actually brilliant and, and big of him to come out and finally, you know, admit that he was wrong about yeah. that. Because I'm going to tell you, I pushed on that so hard. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. I made a whole video showing the full context. Yep. And now it's it's crazy that here we are years later and people are finally just realizing. Yeah. Really quickly. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm going to hold Mike. Mike, I got to hold you because we only got 30 seconds. And I don't know if you can do it in 30 seconds, the joke. Uh, I'll hold you. Um, we'll take you after the break before Jim's. Guess your guest coming on, Jim. He's supposed to call on about six thirty. All right. Oh my God, these kids—they <laughs> have completely took over, taken over the show. My cousin. I love it. Yeah, I do too. Sure. I think this was a light night. You know, it was good. Yeah, it was good. And it's almost over too. Yep. No, don't say yeah, that. I don't only... want it to be over. I'm like my daughter. I want to stay and I want to <laughs> do this forever. <laughs> Mike, I'll take you when we get back. We now return to Black and White on AM five sixty. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Uh, before we go to Heavy Hank, let's go to Mike from New Linux. He's got a joke for us. Mike. Hey, first off, I want to say what a pleasure it is to hear a family with his daughters on the air singing. Uh, we need more of that Amen. in this country. As a, grand, as a grandfather, I appreciate it. Thank so you. I'm going to tell a corny joke. <laughs> on How much do pirates pay for corn? I don't know. A buccaneer. <laughs> <laughs> I love Have it. A good time. There you go. Thank you, sir. <laughs> right. I love it. Thanks so good. much, Mike. Uh, go ahead. Uh, okay. Well, when I was born, I only had four cousins on my mom's side. And my oldest cousin, the oldest cousin is my cousin, affectionately known as Heavy Hank. But Henry Eichelberg is a very distinguished fellow. He has a long career. He worked with Al Salvi here in Chicago years ago for Mercer. Then he went to Washington, D.C., and was one of 33 executive vice presidents for General Dynamic. And then later on, he did some other work, and he's actually worked with the Obama, Trump, and Biden administration doing pension work and things like that. And now my cousin is an elected official. He's the Loudoun County treasurer, first-time elected official, Republican. He won when Virginia kind of went a little bit blue. So, Hank, welcome to the show, and uh, thanks for calling. Wow. Thanks, Jim. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you good, man. Okay, great. See, Henry's yeah, got some good experience. Yeah, well, thank you, because your experience, what you've talked about so far, and what you had to do to win your race and things. So tell everybody what you did and what you're doing now. Yeah, so Loudoun County's been in the news uh, mostly because of the school board races. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in Virginia, we have elections literally every year. Uh, you know, president down to local municipal elections. 
if you looked at Loudoun County in terms of comparing it to something in Illinois, it's a, approximately the same geographic size as Kane County, almost the same population size uh, as Kane County, and it's got a split between Democrat and Republican voters that's not too dissimilar from Kane County, Illinois. So when I I uh, I had the opportunity to run, the current treasurer was retiring, and now it's important to realize that the treasurer's office, unlike other countywide offices, is not uh, a policy-making role. So we're really very much an administrative role. I've got a staff of 55 people. Uh, we process all of the tax bills for all of the county. Uh, we don't have lots of different municipalities and villages uh, in the Commonwealth model that uh, you would find in, in Illinois. Uh, so the, we do the billings for the school board. The, the school board, which is yeah. the largest expenditure in the county, all gets rolled up underneath the county and their budget is approved by the uh, by the county board, which is much different than you would find in Illinois. Uh, I think the way that Virginia has structured itself, at least from a municipality standpoint, is a lot more efficient uh, because the you have uh, less administration handling functions uh, than you would have in uh, Illinois with all the different yeah, uh, jurisdictions. Yeah, we have too much government. What's the average? Uh, yeah. What's the average expenditure per pupil in your county? Uh, it's not. It's probably ahead of like a Kane County. It's right. The last time was uh, nineteen thousand dollars, just under twenty. It was like nineteen thousand nine hundred and three dollars. Yeah, uh, CPS is thirty grand. It's going to definitely be over, probably closer to twenty three thousand with with what they're asking for. Yeah. So hey, hey, heavy hang, heavy hang. A lot of money. I mean, yeah. now I I remember a time in politics where uh, Virginia and Illinois were were comparable, you know, and and it's a, a lot of the times the 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 political pundits would always uh, compare Illinois to Virginia. What what was the where was the shift when because Virginia is coming back. Virginia was 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 shifting and moving purple to blue. Uh, Illinois uh, for the most part is red, but. Uh, because we have such these these real huge counties that um, take over, there's so much so many voting uh, population in that in, in, those, in some of these in like four or five counties. Um, what what how what happened to Virginia for them for the the voters, especially because it's a huge government job centered state. Um, yeah. What 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 do we need to do here in Illinois to make that same shift that Virginia has started to make? Uh, you know, it's a really good question. I think the answer really lies in the maps of the congressional uh, districts. Yeah. If you look at the congressional districts like Kane, for example, Loudoun County, which is one of the richest counties, at least from an income, I wouldn't say it's wealthy, but it's very high income. Uh, we have one representative, Jenna, Jennifer Waxton. For a long time, we had a Republican in that, in that congressional district. Uh, Kane County is my kind of prototypical Illinois counter 
party has three congressional districts that cut through uh, Kane County. The congressional maps in Illinois are definitely written or you know definitely drawn to support a much more uh, you know democratic yeah. Democrat. Yeah, Democratic. Well, Democratic. Uh, Hank, we ha- we got to go to break, but um, uh, Illinois also doesn't draw its maps. I believe the language is compact and continuous, or something like that. We don't draw our maps to that to that, and and for some reason the, the Illinois Supreme Court will never overturn that. I don't understand why. Uh, we're talking with Heavy Hank, cousin <laughs> of Big Jim Economos. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind, thinking I can see through this. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio with your host, John Anthony, and myself, Cash, and my man's next to me, Mr. Jim. (laughs) Yes, sir. Jim, before the break, we were talking with, uh, is is he still on the line? Well, there's there's a lot of static on the line. Oh, he's there. All right, Jim. You want to? There's another question you wanted to post him. Well, have you, Hank? You there? Yes, sir. Better? Yeah, right, much yeah, better. Go. Thank you. Gotcha. Yeah, could you well, remember how you're running for the race? How people were asking you if if you were an incumbent or not? Yeah. So um, the guy that was retired, the, the, I was running a race where there wasn't an incumbent. The incumbent was retiring. And uh, I was fortunate enough to earn his endorsement. But it is something that people want to know. Most people, honestly, when most people vote, they don't know who the people are that they want to vote for. They really make those, they know they need to vote. And a lot of them make that decision when they're walking from their car into the polling booth. Um, and so that's why the the we have 45 days of early voting, which puts a lot of stress both on the uh, election officials as well as on all the candidates, whether it's Democrat or Republican, because you got to be you got to have people covering the polling booths literally six could be six days a week. Yeah. They want to go to seven. Hey, Hank, days a Hank, week. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I just because we're on radio time is, a, is is an issue. So here's my question. What is what? What's the what's the feel like for Donald Trump in Virginia? Can't is it possible that Donald Trump wins Virginia this year? I mean, this um, election. Um, I think the issue is really going to be turnout. You know, I'm in uh, in Northern Virginia where I live. Trump does not play very well. Uh, you know, people are he's just it's not people are not looking for Trump to be president in Loudoun. Um, in other parts of the country, you know, he gets a much warmer reception. So it's all going to be turnout and where it comes from. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. That's interesting. That is interesting. We'll see. All right, Hank. Thanks for uh, calling in. And uh... all right, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. All right, thank pleasure. you, sir. Um, I, I I think um, as I've said time and time again, I think the what's happening in the black and brown communities are going to be the reason why. Donald Trump wins a lot of these places where people think he won't win. Well, that's yep. why they're bringing those people in from out of the country. Yeah. Um. And here's one of the. Let, let me take. Let me take Nick because I want to play this. 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 Uh, audio I have. Nick from the Northwest. So. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I was going to say that I. Uh, 
was going through some old paperwork from my parents, and I think I've discovered, like uh, Elizabeth Warren, that I have partial Native American background, because one paper said I was born in a Cherokee. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You ain't black. I've got to ask Elizabeth Warren. Okay, I'll see you later. Great show. Bye. Thanks, Nick. I, yo, love, yo. I love when Nick calls you. <laughs> yo, did you hear that, though? My man, play, the, play that cut one more time. Do it again. You ain't black. <laughs> That's Joe so Biden. good. Yeah. Uh-oh. Was that me? Did I do that? That is great. I love it. It's not me. No, it's not me. Um, I want to play something because I really believe. And, and Cash, this is one of the things. This is why you were such a threat when you were out um, before you went and, and got locked up. You were such a threat because you would you would go on video lives with people in the hood of hoods. Oh, yeah. We still doing it. I know. But I'm, sa- but I'm saying this is why you were such a threat. And I think... I think the ground, the, the, you know, I've been in this thing 20 some years, you know, it's in, and we've seen the gradual push, the gradual pull of black people finally coming and being open to the message of, um, not so much becoming a Republican, but voting for a Republican. Well, it's really even conservatism itself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because most people, especially in the hood, man, there's a lot of hustlers in the hood. People that's really grinding, you right. know, they legit and not legit, you know, I'm going to be right. honest. But at the same time, you know, they see Trump and, and they see the way that the economy was and they just it was better. Well, I want to play this clip. This is from my buddy, Deontay Johnson, Quentin, Quentin, uh, who's the VP of Black Conservative Federation. They got an event coming up with Donald Trump in South Carolina coming up. I want you to hear this. I'm going to take this to break and we come back. We talk about it. What's going on, everyone? It's Quentin Jordan, vice president of the Black Conservative Federation. And today we're out doing what we do best. And that's being in the communities, meeting people where they're at. And today we want to ask people a few important questions about the upcoming election. Let's do it. Who do you think is better for the country, Trump or Biden? Trump. Trump is better for the country. Biden ain't doing shit. We're going to get rid of his sleepy ass. Yeah. Trump or Biden? Trump. Why do you say that? He's a businessman. He's going to think business. And Biden is a racist. Trump did it all. Trump. Trump 2024. Who do you think has done more for the black community, Trump or Biden? I ain't even see Biden yet. I know Trump was out there. He was out, oh bro. He was out. Yeah. He fled for us, oh God. That's why he built a highest wall. Michael coming over and everything, and you know we've been here for all this time and can't get free hamburger. And they come here, <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I say, yeah, Biden. He's so, but uh, Trump, I would feel that he's will be the better person to get in. Biden, that's just <laughs> everything. <laughs> bad. Put money in That's what. Who do you think is better for the country, Trump or Biden? I say, uh, Trump. Who do you think has done more for the black community, Trump or Biden? Trump. No wars. Great um, great policies. Best years in the stock market. Trump. Because Biden, his old ass, he just punched <laughs> over old. <laughs> you dumb ass. That's all he look like. Wait till uh, I tell a whole you. Lot of wait, 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 wait. Wait till I tell you where this was from. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. That's right. Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio. All right. Now, I got to say it. You know where this was filmed at? This wasn't filmed in New York, California. This wasn't filmed in any red state, any red city. This was filmed in Chicago. Not in the suburbs either. Real Chicago. It was in the hood of Chicago. This is where this was filmed by Quentin Jordan from Black Conservative Federation, where my, my good friend... Deontay Johnson is the president and founder. 
Well, a lot of people were protesting, rightfully so, to not have these, uh, like the gym facility and the West yeah. Side taken over and things. Yeah. I mean, oh, look what they yeah, did in New York. Power to the people. Look what they did in New York. I mean, yeah. they took the kids out of school for, right. what, a day to have the um, immigrants go in there, right? Did you see the guy that it made me feel so Only bad, for a bro? Day or was that going to be permanent? I was watching on Instagram, and this brother, he's out there yelling at the police because they they won't let them into the shelter because it's all housing people that aren't right. from this country. Right. And he's over here like, man, I work 40 hours a week. I'm homeless. I can't survive out here. I ain't got no place to stay, and y'all got deep, man. And I'm like, well, I'm, so it's, was, it's heartbreaking. There was a story of the 92-year-old vet that was kicked out of his right. facility. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. A lot of the, yeah. the members of veteran yeah. um, um, uh, uh, senior citizen facility, right? Yeah. And they kicked them all out. Right. And then the, there was the scene where the uh, guys are beating up the police officers. Yeah. You get out of jail and they're flipping the bird. Uh, yeah. Dude. And then, uh, not to mention the terrorists. Oh, wait, that they wait, wait. You talk about child. you talk about uh, what happened in New York. Yes. Listen to listen to the Trump ad. Six men have been charging that brutal attack caught on camera. A shocking act of violence. Two NYPD officers beaten in Times Square. All of those arrested were released without bail. Why? Did these four individuals be released on their own recognizance? The Biden administration is fighting to release as many migrants as quickly as possible. I'll reverse Trump's detrimental asylum policies. There's no need for us. Biden administration reversed Trump's policy on remain in Mexico. Joe Biden to stop construction of the border wall. It's a new day on the southern border. Here we go. The policy that made it easy to kick out migrants. Gone. He inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration and he immediately reinstated cash and release. And so when they apprehend people, they let him go. I'll reverse Trump's detrimental asylum policies. Yo. Wow. That was powerful. It was. That that's, was powerful. That's the Biden effect. Yeah. That is Man. definitely the. Um, I want to leave real quick and then we, I'll give it, leave a minute for us to say goodbyes. But for all those people like Jay Z who talks about how, how to win a Grammy. Listen to this guy who would know how to win a Grammy. First, you have to understand that the only way to win is to have the membership of the Academy vote for you. In order to be a member of the Academy, you have to be a professional working in music in the United States. For now, the United States. Hopefully we grow that. Right now, if you're a working professional in the United States, you can become a member of the Recording Academy. Once you're a member of the Recording Academy, all the music gets submitted, the members listen to it, and they evaluate it on the quality of the art. Not the sales, not the streams, not how many fans, not how many followers, but purely on the opinion. And it's very hard, as you all know, because it's subjective. There's no best song or best record. It's just the opinion of the membership in that particular year. That's how you win a Grammy. That's it. The voters vote. There's no committees. There's no journalists. There's no labels. It's music professionals voting for their peers, period. So, Hove, when you want to know why Beyonce hasn't won album, Best Album, it's her peers who don't want her to win Best Album. Yep. Uh, Cash, thanks so much for joining us. Jim, thanks so much Thank for joining you. Thank you for having you. me. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, all right. Marvin Gaye or Michaels? George Michael. Michaels. Speaking to the mic. Well, um, uh, uh, Tech Cash, Cash. You already know it's Big Marvin over this See? way. I know you. You are you picking George Michael, Jim? <laughs> well, I like Marvin Gaye, but I'm more of a Latin music based guy now. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much. Don't forget, head over to BlackAndRightRadio.com. Down, get some merch. Download the podcast. And guess what? We'll see you next week with some, a very special guest who was uh, a brigade guy in in Israel in the IDF. Mm. I can't wait. That's we'll be back be next good. week. Yep. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.